Good day, listeners. Welcome back to Conversations with Nikki. If you're joining us for the first time, be sure to listen in on our previous episode of our series that we have started with my husband. And it's very exciting, very heartwarming, and hopefully our hearts and all of this is to genuinely um, inspire, give hope, and yeah, bring about faith and just... Um, I guess I'll keep touching on hope in marriages and everything. So welcome back with your girl, Nikki. And today I still have my husband in studio with me, as he will be with me throughout this whole series. Hey, love, introduce yourself again. Hi, I'm Tapero Nechibongulu. Why you give me that look? Yeah, you have to introduce yourself but again. But you did already. But like I said, if they knew <laughs> listeners, I couldn't people yeah, could cool. listen in from this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, most people call me Tabs. Um, yeah, I'm Nicole's husband. So why are you on For this? seven years. For what? For seven years, eh? Are we seven? Why are you saying hey? So you're not sure. You're not sure. <laughs> yeah, a tough one, eh? But anyway, yeah, seven years, going on to eight years, married to this wonderful woman. Yes, going on to eight. Yes, love. Um, so why are you on my show? Because <laughs> he told me to. I'm wow. joking. <laughs> My name was betrayal, bruh. <laughs> it's not betrayal. Um, we're just having conversations um, just around our marriage. Just trying to be open. Yes, normally people out there portray perfection. But and what God creates is perfect. Um, but however, just we don't need to lie about the things that go on in our lives. So we're taking you guys on a journey from when we met and started dating and the challenges we had. Um, wedding day. Right? Yes. Yeah. All the other juicy stuff that happened in marriage. Yeah, juicy stuff and challenging stuff. Well, so um, this segment is me introducing myself. Hey, on who's Nikki? So Nikki is ne- better known as Nicole Karen Verizo Wulelwa. Wow, I've never said all my names ever. <laughs> my husband likes to say it's a full sentence. He even came up with the whole sentence. A whole English sentence. Say your full name. Nicole Karen Varaizo Vulelwane Chimungulu. Yes, my name does not fit on forms, guys. It doesn't. But anyway, um, I'm a Zimbabwean, originally born in Zimbabwe. I'm married to a South African, now of South African origin. Because I'm married to a South African. I guess that's how you say it. Hey, what do you say? Birth, so my birth is Zim, but I guess I'm now married and I'm, I guess, half South African and everything. Um, yeah, so about me, the same way my husband t- took it back. So it's about us. So I'm not going to go into detail all about me and everything. But I'm going to talk about us, I guess. So my husband took it back to 2010. I'm going to take it back to 2008. The reason why I'm taking it back to 2008, that's when I had my beautiful baby girl. Well, she's no longer a baby, soon to be teenage girl, Kanya. Oh, was I meant to even say her name? Oops. Well, anyway, she 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 gonna be a game changer. So y'all are gonna know her anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think for me, um, 2008. Let me go back to 2007. I was in varsity, I lost my way, I'd actually backslid, and yeah, I got involved in the wrong crowd, wrong relationships, and I fell pregnant, 
falling pregnant at such a tender age because I was actually 20 going on to 21 was very I guess um, from a girl's perspective I had felt I brought so much shame to my mom and I had already gone ahead and booked uh, the appointment at Maristopes um, to, to do the abortion because I felt a baby at this time I'm in my last year of varsity I'm about to graduate and you know life is just about to begin and it was mainly the shame on what people would think how weird is that um, but we do talk about that in a conversation I had about abortion with one of my dear friends Murado how, am I saying it right because my husband always knows how I say Murado yes that you see the vendor tongue has a baritone guys still trying to adapt to that <laughs> anyway um yeah so we go into more detail about the shame of finding out you're pregnant and the abortion and everything so um i then so i hadn't told any of my roommates that this is what i'm going to do and the only person who knew was uh the i don't like to say baby daddy because you know that just has a negative connotation on like you know when you say baby daddy baby mama and uh, yeah anyway so boy x <laughs> boy x um had known he so it was between myself and boy x that we were going to go and you know terminate the baby and everything and bear in mind with boy x i had never spoken about god i was just yeah and you know when you know you're in a wrong relationship and you know god is not happy about it and everything so um fast forward to having booked the appointment to do the abortion which was the following day um where i used to stay with my roommates and my friends very dear friends best friends sisters now i'm not going to give their names just to protect them as well but it was a good testimony you know but anyway we've decided we're not giving names to protect people well not yet not yet (laughs) but you will soon find out about them um so we used to have prayer every night as roommates and everything so egg a girl knew what she was going to do the next day was just wrong you know even if you have backslid you still know you still know wrong from right if i can put it like that you still know what's true and i knew that man my daddy god is not going to be happy about this and everything but you know god has god loves you regardless you know if anything and i will explain that whole story as I go in deeper. Anyway, so that night I was like, nope, I'm not going to attend prayer because I'm about to terminate a life. I'm about to be a murderer. So no, I'm going to bed. Good night. So I told him, now I'm not feeling too well. I'm going to go to bed and everything. So prayer used to take an hour. Hey, brother, these girls prayed. I'm like tossing and turning. So wait, wait, wait. Before I even went to bed, I actually said a prayer to God. And I was like, God, I know what I'm going to do is wrong. But please show me a sign funny enough i said such a prayer eh? anyway and then um these girls were praying an hour passed two hours passed and i could not sleep i was tossing and turning and then at 12 midnight they prayed for long but until 12 midnight anyway one of the girls bust into my room and they are crying like wailing crying major tears and i'm like i'm freaked out because i'm like what's wrong i'm thinking did someone die you know and she's like no can you come with me into the lounge so i'm like why bruh sleeping i'm enjoying my rest but i was not sleeping i was restless anyway i step into the room with them and i lose all physical strength 
before my physical strength just leaves my body and now I'm getting dragged into the lounge and there was a presence a presence I could say I was scared of but it was a good presence like it wasn't a scary presence it was this warm warm presence but a warm presence that brought about uh, like a respectful fear if I could put it like that where the hairs on my body stood up and I'm like dang there, there be somebody else in this room you know it's not just the girls there are other people in this room there's there's a presence you know and obviously that presence was father god anyway I sit down and uh, my friends are like hey we don't know what's about to happen so my one friend starts speaking and she's like god is saying what you're gonna do tomorrow you're gonna die i'm like good lord god i mean i asked for a sign but i didn't ask you to tell me that you're gonna kill me <laughs> you know <laughs> yo so that hit me hard and for me that was my wake-up call to know this is a message from god because nobody knew it was just myself and um boy x who knew and i'm like wow god really i'm gonna die and my friend went on to say this um the baby you're gonna have no no she says so what you're gonna do tomorrow you'll die however if you don't go through with it god will be sure to provide you will lack nothing i'm like wow okay all right and then my one friend my other friend who had never prayed out loud she always used to pray inside so we always used to laugh about it like but you know people have their own journeys <laughs> so she was on her own journey with god you know you can never judge a relationship with god guys we're all on different levels she then prayed out loud that day yo and she prayed and she cried and she cried and she cried and in her praying i could see god's pain of do not do it i still love you my daughter and i've got you do not be ashamed of what you've done i have got you my grace is sufficient for you it's okay yes you messed up but i got you and um that's why i say god loves you regardless of what you do and i think a lot of us tend to do a sin or whatever the case is and it's wrong guys sinning is wrong you know and everything however we are the ones who shun from god yet god is like hey brah i got you and i think the best illustration that i've ever heard of god's love is if you're a parent and your child vomits you know the first instinct is not to look at your child and be like oh sis you know the first instinct is to hug your child because and your child starts crying while they're vomiting you hug your child you pick up your child and you tell them it's going to be okay at that moment you're not concerned about the vomit you're concerned about how your child feels and for me that is god's love towards us no matter how dirty you are god will still take you he, he doesn't care he'll be like we're gonna deal with the vomit or the dirt together and clean you anyway I, we come back to life guys we were in another spirit realm you know <laughs> things have levels we were in another level in the spirit realm because everybody then happened to come i say come to reality where our physical flesh then took over what was happening prior to that was spiritual activity so then my friends are like uh 
girl what you're about to do what's going on and i didn't tell him for the one reason and the reason was because i didn't want anyone to judge me and be like you know i was that golden child i still have other things to say about this but i was that child that never did anything wrong <laughs> that's how my parents perceived me or rather like my sister and tabs like to say isn't that how you perceived yourself i don't know i think my sister and tabs like to say i i could hide things properly hence no one would know <laughs> what was going on but let me say to my parents i was that good girl you know Nikki's did they angel. tell you that yes they did Ashe, they did they did they're like oh, you're such an angel <laughs> anyway <laughs> anywho so um yeah i didn't tell my friends because i thought they would judge me and you know yeah and all of this is the fear of man guys it's so it's you know sin will make you do the most weirdest things and you are hiding from a man a man surely anyway Anywho, fast forward, God did provide for the for my child. God still does provide for my child. So at this moment, I had now I was now dealing with shame and guilt. You know, yes, God said he would provide for my daughter and everything and he'll provide for me because I was at the job. I never lacked a job, not once, you know. Day after graduation, I get a call, you've got a job, a good job, you know, coming out of varsity, you're earning a good amount of money in a good company. It was just a blessing in disguise and being pregnant. However, I had not dealt with the shame and guilt of being pregnant, like having done the wrong thing. Yes, my mom, my dad, they were all okay with it, but I personally hadn't forgiven myself for what I had done. And I think a lot of us tend to find ourselves in that situation where you mess up but you don't forgive yourself and i hadn't i felt uh, i'm now a damaged person i'm damaged goods i'm a dented car who would want to date me who would want to date a girl with a child i mean yeah great i graduated but i didn't do things the right way i hadn't got a man married him and then got the baby you know how life has the cycle i didn't do it like that i messed up you know due to bad choices and everything oh bear in mind i was a virgin when boy x did the things hey yeah when you sin guys especially when you're not professional i'm joking <laughs> things go haywire but anyway um so i had not dealt with the shame and um i think i date yeah i dated one guy right after boy x but that was a year a year into it yeah a year a year after but i still didn't value myself you know and i just dated him because he was this boy this guy was a guy in who everyone thought was handsome and everything even when we were young he was one of the hottest guys in where i come from you know so i was like oh okay this guy's interested in me anywho at least you know he's seeing me so let me what say yes to this because i felt no guy would look at me you know you'd have and it's not like you know you'd walk in the mall you'd still have guys shelling you and everything but there was still the shame that i carried and i came across this guy who was like oh, okay he's understanding that i have a kid and everything but nope he was not the guy at all things were not gelling because i still was dealing with my sin my guilt my shame and everything the relationship didn't even last i think it was like four months five months what a yeah anything i'm not gonna talk about that <laughs> anywho um and so so yeah so then after him i took a sabbatical where i was like i am not gonna date 
and I'm not gonna have sex with anybody, you know, because I, I felt I needed to deal with myself. I felt I needed the next guy who comes. Actually, I, I was not even into guys. I'd actually told myself, you know what, I'm gonna be the single girl who will raise her child and just be successful. That was my goal and everything. And so I, but I still carried that guilt. I still carried that shame of I'm a dented car and everything. Fast forward to now. Why are you calling yourself a car? No, because that's the best way I can describe it. Because yeah. the, the, you'll understand why I'm saying a car. Because I'm going to talk about how God will panel beat me into something great. Ha. Anywho. <laughs> um, anyway, fast forward. And so at that time, I was not going to church. I couldn't find the right church. And everything. Surprisingly, I didn't come across the same church my husband went to. It was a... Okay. Let me not say what I was about to say. <laughs> I don't oh, expose wow. things. Anywho, so um, I then came across one of my friends. Um, actually, it was my cousin. She was like, you know what? Um, there's a church there. You remember the church in, where we used to go in Joburg? The pastor is now there in Centurion. And yeah, reach out to him. So I reached out to him. This pastor's like, nah, chill. I'll come pick you up and everything. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. So he comes, he picks me up. I remember we were going over the bridge that the highway is. So I don't know what that road is now. Maybe it's the chopper road. And then he's like, oh, there's a guy who, um, there's a guy that um, you and him have a similar story. You guys will actually click and everything. He's your age. And so I'm, I'm like, I'm not there. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's nice. Great. Another guy great good for him you know um, I really wasn't there at that moment because I was still dealing with my dented self anywho get to church and so the first Sunday I actually had come to church with no guy love and he wasn't there so I was like oh okay so Tavis wasn't there my hubby wasn't there so I'm like ah, okay and the church had lots of couples and I'm like where's this guy you know because <laughs> I was now curious and he wasn't there and everything so I was like oh okay well oh well I guess next Sunday I'll get to meet this guy yes, you know <laughs> and everything and so the following Sunday I then went with I then invited people in my estate to be like oh let's go to church you know there's this new church let's go and you know they're like oh chill let's go so I was still kind of doing church at home I'd repented. I forgot to say I actually repented from my sin and everything and I'd given my life back to God. Anywho, so I go I go to church with this other guy who was in our estate. And so we happened to match that day. <laughs> and then we walk through the things and I see this guy, young guy. He's um by the percussions there. And I'm like, oh, okay, he wasn't here last week Sunday. Oh what? <laughs> I was like, hmm. And he was he was handsome. I will not lie. My husband still handsome. Still handsome. Even more handsome. You know. <laughs> when a girl puts her touch to it. Yes. <laughs> no, but he was this handsome guy. I'm like, ooh, okay, he handsome. But I was not there, you know, because I was dealing with my self-guilt and everything. Anyway, after church, so after church we would have um it was biscuits and drink, you know. And then I come across his brother. So at that moment, I didn't know it was his brother. And his brother greets, and his brother has this charisma that is 
he's very sociable. He's such a nice guy. Anyway, I can't. Can I say your brother's name? Okay, I can't. I guess. Anyway, hey. So <laughs> I meet up with his brother, and then the brother is like, ah, you know, he starts telling me. The brother starts telling me that they're moving to Midrand. Him and his older brother. So it still didn't click that his older brother was my husband at that time. And yeah, they're moving to Midrand and he doesn't have a phone. Wara, wara, wara. So I was like, this guy is cool. You know, young guy, very young, black, educated, talented guy. I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Then um, I didn't know that this guy, Tub's brother, the mom would then come speak to me. So the mom just came and we started having conversation. So the mom was telling me about her sons. She's like, oh, no, my sons are moving. I still could not put the dots together. So she's like, you know, my sons are moving. And you know how moving is? They come and they take everything from the house. And I'm like, yeah, you know, kids, kids are like that. I also did that with my mom. When I came to South Africa, I actually took duvets. I took curtains. So we related on that level. I didn't know this was going to be my mother-in-law. But we clicked. I liked her. I was like, oh, so she's such a cool woman anyway go back then um, the next sunday um i get into church i was not i was alone this time and then the cute guy which is my husband comes and puts the bible next to me so i was all excited i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> he's gonna sit next to me the percussion guy sitting next to me i was inside i had little butterflies <laughs> And then, oh, my daughter decided to act up and it didn't happen. So bear in mind, I've not spoken to Tubbs as yet. I just have seen him and everything. And still it hasn't clicked that they're brothers and the mom, it still didn't connect. The dots still didn't connect. And then there was an Ignite night that we had at the at this dance night? studio so ignite is a prayer night where you come on it on friday and you pray so it was ignite night but it was seeing as we were a small church at that time it was like a little circle of people so i went to the ignite night and um tubs was there and he was pastor paul at that moment asked him to lead in prayer have you forgotten this i remember <laughs> asked him to lead in prayer and i'm like wow wow this guy is so young and so passionate about the things of god and praying and the prayer request was to pray for saint Yeah, you still remember the prayer yes because i was so moved by how passionate he was in his prayer for the community and centurion in a whole and i'm like wow and i've always looked to i've always desired someone who's so 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 drenched in god and at that time his heart was my husband's heart was how can i say you were a man after god's own heart if i'm to put it in layman's terms anyway so he starts praying and then the mom comes in with uh the sister the little girl so at that time i didn't know it was the tub sister and she came in and i'm like oh, okay maybe this is um kids that one of the children that the mom was talking about about moving and i just looked at this girl and like her hair oh brah hair goes oh she had nice hair anyway still has nice hair hair goes anyway and then after that tubs then goes to he to the mom and the sister and they start talking and then tubs comes and then that's when you actually greeted me for the first time and he's like hi i'm like hi he's like how are you i'm tubs i'm like okay that's nice <laughs> anyway 
we leave ignite night and i'm like oh brock wow, that man is so like really after god's own heart and everything you never told me this part yes because you're Thank gonna get a, you're gonna get a big head <laughs> yeah anywho um and then now we had to do some play at church and so i was like okay it like it was forced no, it wasn't Whose forced idea? it was my idea because we were <laughs> launching we were launching the church in another venue and everything oh wait 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 before the play so i'm like ah oh, this guy's a man after god's own heart you know everything everything i great we then had to we had youth and so we had to go pick the tubs up so the youth pastor that he was like i'm gonna pick up um tubs uh we need to pick him up from this place and tubs comes late we, we waited at the garage anyway he came late i'm like oh nigga don't respect people's time anywho comes into the car <laughs> can i say this part now? Oh, <laughs> oh he comes into the car and i'm like okay okay i won't say it comes into the car anywho we do youth and everything so now he the following youth friday he had to drop us so it was myself and another girl so he tubs volunteered to drop us at home so him and his brother start saying i um, i bet you you can't say my surname if you say my surname i'll give you my numbers i'm like what how what did you say how is there something about if you say my surname i'll give you something it was your numbers yes (laughs) it was your numbers (laughs) love how did we end up how did we end up how did we end up exchanging numbers it was facebook how's it facebook i forgot what he was t's idea Anywho, so he's like, if you could say my surname, so wait, wait, listen how this nigga had game. He's like, check, go search me on Facebook. I'm like, why don't you just tell me your surname? Why, 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 go, gotta search you on Facebook? So back then, guys, we didn't, you know, <laughs> I guess we didn't have WhatsApp. So it was not a thing where you could exchange numbers to say we're gonna chat or whatever the case is. So he's like, no, and then search me on Facebook and you can add me as a friend. And he's like, okay, but you need to say my surname. So I'm like, Zim girl, I was like, ah, okay. And he's like, no, you didn't say it right. But it was a good conversation starter. Him and his brother were smooth talkers. They got us to laugh and everything. Anyway, curious me, I get home. I'm like, okay, let me check this nigga out. Because that's how you could do a background check on a nigga. You got to do background checks on niggas. You can't just. <laughs> so I then did a background check on him. And I'm like, oh, snap, he's in a relationship. Oh, well, it was good while it lasted. Cute guy. I was not going to play around in that area. I respect relationships. So I was like, okay, oh, well, he's taken how sad my man after god's own heart is taken anywho (laughs) and in that time oh sorry guys so in that time god was working on me in working when i mean working on me he was trying to say i am a worthy child of god and me having fallen pregnant and everything it does not mean i am out of the race can i say race to get a man or get married or whatever the case is and so god started panel beating me it was sore because there were things i had to deal with and you know repent from and everything and he started panel beating me and making me new again and that's how god works when you are in him you become a new creation 
so I then now started gaining my confidence back as a woman and I think that's what Tubbs picked up yes anywho um <laughs> well, something else right? <laughs> yeah he saw something out but anyway um then we do the play at my place and then I'm like okay so I had to write the script of the play so the people who were already in our play were young and so they had already taken all the roles and what the role was left was why don't you say you had already handed them all the roles oh my gosh love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the role that was left was boyfriend and girlfriend was it wife and husband no, I forgot. No, no, no. Uh, yeah but we were a couple so we had to play the couple role so when i tell him he was all happy and everything oh wait 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 when, when, when so i had to go get him from the gate and he gave me this hug oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> as a lady who had been on a sabbatical for two years yeah it was two years to get that hug from a nice smelling guy because he smelled so good and already i was like the scott bearing makeup but then i was like pull yourself towards yourself nikki this is another woman's man you can't go there because he's in a relationship but oh smells good anyway um then i we did some bit where i was like if you i feel like i'm doing a lot of talking now no, just talk. anyway we did some we did some bit and i was like if you lose um i you're gonna give me your glasses no if i win you're gonna give me your glasses if you lose you're gonna take me on a date betting on man united i just like to oppose man united fans because i felt they were so loud you knew what you were doing i did not know what they were doing i just thought man united people were so loud so i just wanted to you know and then okay he's like okay it's a deal he goes and then um the people who were in the play and they stayed in the same complex as me these guys are like that guy likes you and i'm like nah brah nah he's in a relationship and everything they're like yeah but you should see he actually likes you you should see how he reacts and does things so now i was on high alert you know when someone tells you this person likes you you now actually take note of things and then i don't know how um oh so then he comes and he's like yeah my mom asked this is the following week the following weekend yeah he's like my mom asked um him and his brother so tabs is like my mom asked if he could cook for me and everything i'm like i like the mom so i will do it for the mom because i like the mom you know she's a cool woman but this nigga i'm like this nigga be lying he lied guys he lied he didn't ask anyway so i cooked with the little i had as he likes to say and everything and then we started conversating in the kitchen and then um that's when i found out oh he's actually not in a relationship but it didn't i i was not focused on that i think the conversation we had in the kitchen was so it was so genuine it was so authentic he was so real and we connected in a well I was like we, the way we connected i would have said he was a good friend like a very good friend at that time so he was telling me the struggles he's facing as a single parent not single but like yeah and i was telling him the struggles i'm facing and we just clicked from that and then we spoke about um condemnation stuff yes he spoke about condemnation so for me to have another person relate with condemnation i was like oh my gosh you understand what i've gone through you know because it's difficult to relate to people who have never gone through a journey and everything so we clicked i'm like oh my gosh (laughs) anywho so fast forward um 
Man, you lost. Obviously. <laughs> and then he took me on a date. And this date, <laughs> I, guys, he was making me so nervous. I was, I actually was gonna dress down for that date. And then when he calls me, he sent me a message and he's like, I'm at the mall, I'm trying to shop for an outfit, and it's like I'm shopping for my wedding. I'm like, what the hell? What? <laughs> Why are we talking wedding? Is it that serious? Is this date that serious? If those that know me know I love my sneakers and jeans. So I'm like, oh my gosh, if this guy is shopping for an outfit, I need to up my game. So I was like, okay, I'll dress up in heels and, you know, do the things put makeup on he calls it geisha makeup anyway (laughs) i put makeup on and i was like oh wow i remember i think i remember put my makeup on girl was looking fresh girl was looking good i opened the door tubs was in a nice crisp white shirt (laughs) looked down he was wearing cargo pants and loafers Guys, them slip-ons, them loafer shoes, love. I'm like, what the hell, guy? Is this what you were shopping for? And he's like, no, I couldn't find pants. And I was like, okay, let me go dress down, cause you know, I I was dressed, dressed to the T, dressed to kill. Anyway, (laughs) and then I'm like, let me go dress down. And he's like, no, you're looking good. And everything. Why don't you tell them you had a the whole like, <laughs> the complex was waiting for this person to come pick you up. So the guys that had said Tubbs likes me were all there because they wanted to send me off, I guess, and be like, okay, <laughs> go well, sister, go well. Anyway, we go to the restaurant, get to the restaurant. He orders food for me. He orders duck. Crispy duck. Crispy duck. We went to Thai restaurant. Thai restaurant. He, I'm like, okay, nigga taking control. I like, I like, okay. Trying to get things. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and then he just starts telling me who he is. But the good and the bad, like the bad, bad. You know how people will tell you on a first date? Um, good things only. He shared the bad, like the bad, bad. Like the bad, bad that will chase you away type thing. <laughs> I was real. I was just being open and real with you. Mm, and I think I appreciated that I appreciated the openness and the honesty because you really come across that and so he's like yeah I'm not here to play games you know um, if I'm dating the next thing on a date um, the thing the next thing the next not a thing the next person the next person on a date it's marriage and everything so I'm like ooh child alright 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 and I was like I guess I'm in that space as well. I'm done playing games and everything. And then after the dinner date and everything, he's like, oh, I just paid my workers money, so I don't have money. Do you have money? Wait, Rui, just say it. <laughs> <laughs> say, say you paid the bill? Oh, he paid the cash. bill. I had he money. had cash. But I reached. <laughs> he reached his swiping limit. Yes. <laughs> And withdrawing and stuff. Withdrawing limit. And withdrawal limit. And I needed how much? Then he we needed five rand exactly. for parking. God <laughs> damn. I'm like this nigga. What the hell? So we had to go around looking for five rand. Good experience. It was a nice experience. I think who gave us the five rand? I don't remember the god. Some god, yeah, the god gave us five rand. And then baby, I think yeah, and then now I think 
that's me, guys. And I think. Oh wait, and then as I drive home, oh, I drop you off. And then and he then... drops me off, and he didn't kiss me. He hugged me. No, you didn't. You hugged me, and you're like, "Thank you for an amazing evening." Okay, when a guy hugs you, and you know he smells good, you will smell your coat and everything every day. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Oh, oh you my kept gosh. my jersey. Oh yes, he gave me his jersey because I was cold, and ah, oh, I even slept in it. <laughs> Yeah, and then you're saying, um, is, this, is that where you're stopping? Well, yes, because we're, we're then going to share the story together of how we then fasted. Uh, before we dated, oh. how we fasted, how we had to tell our youth pastors their accountability, and how we then officially started dating. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that's, that's me. Yeah. That's, so you're not going to tell them how we started dating, not yet. No, that's gonna be a story we both share. Okay. Oh, you wanna share it now? No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. We'll do it for the next episode. Yes, guys. Anyway, love, you can sign off on this episode. <laughs> okay, I've never signed off a podcast before, but thank you for the honor, YP. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope you guys enjoyed that session and hearing Nikki's honesty as well. Um, like she said, there's other sessions coming through. We'll have another podcast around our dating time. Trust me, guys, it's gonna be raw. It's gonna be real. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not, not airing dirty laundry, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, helping people. Okay, thank you. And thank you, listeners. And be sure to tune in to our next one. Thanks, love.